Today I want to talk to you about how to build a vision for your life even if you have no idea. So when I first started down this path of trying to discover my purpose, I really didn't have any idea why I was on this earth. I knew I wanted to make a difference and have some kind of impact and that was really about it. But after years of going through a process in which I got crystal clear of why I'm here, I have some practical uh, advice that I can give to you for discovering your purpose and putting it into a vision for your life. So today I'm going to give you 10 tips for how to build a vision even if you have no idea. The first six tips will be very practical and then the next four tips will be for all the believers out there. I wanted to put the practical tips first because some people, uh, even at the mention of faith or spirituality, their minds just shut down. They're just so closed-minded they won't even listen from that point on. So I wanted to share the practical tips with you first and then the next four tips will be for the believers. If you're not a believer, I would suggest you continue watching because they will still work for you. Whether you believe or not, they still apply. You don't have to believe in gravity for it to work. So with no further ado, here we go. All right, so let's talk about first why having a vision for your life is so important. People like Arnold Schwarzenegger have said things like that you first have to have a vision and without a vision, you have nothing. He also went on to say that without a vision, you just kind of drift around and never go anywhere. The good book would put it like this, that without vision, people perish. So you don't literally die, but you just kind of rot on the vine because you don't have a specific destination. Life doesn't really have a meaning and you just kind of drift through and you never really do a whole lot in your life. So having a vision is basically like having a mental picture of what you want your life to be like, what you want your ideal life to look like. That is really what developing a vision for your life is all about. How do you want to spend your days? What do you want to be doing? Where do you want to be living, etc. So you can see why this is an important topic. Reason number one, enroll others. By that I mean asking other people that care about you what you're good at. What do they think that your purpose might be? Where do they see you shine? Ideally, you want to ask people that have pursued their own dreams. And it's important to know here, you're not asking for permission to do this. You're just asking them for their opinion of what you're good at. The other thing you can do, and what I did when I started down this journey, was I enrolled the help of a life coach. It was actually my pastor's wife. And if you start meeting with a good life coach, they will ask you questions, and you will be able to answer those questions. And I promise you that everybody that's watching this has a purpose. You have a specific reason that you are on this earth. Even if you don't know it, it is inside of you. And a good life coach will ask you the questions and get those answers out. Once you get those answers out, for whether they be from your friends or your life coach, what you want to do is you want to put it into the form of a vision statement. And you want to tell it like it's a, a present reality. It's going to be something that's, let's say, three to five years from now, but you're going to read it as if it's happening in the current state. And this is something that I did eight years ago, and I read it to myself every day. Now I actually recorded myself reading it into my, my voice memo, and I listen to it on the drive to work. But you want to continuously remind yourself of this is where you're going. And it will change and morph over time, but start to paint a picture of what you want your ideal life to look like and read it to yourself every day. This will also put the law of attraction to start to work into your favor and you will start to attract those things, those situations and those resources into your life. Number two, develop a morning routine. So one of the best books that I read over the last years was a book called The Miracle Morning. And what the author said in the book was that how you wake up each day and your morning routine or lack thereof will dramatically affect your level of success. And I couldn't agree with him more. 
So I've been following the same routine for the last several years and I've absolutely love it. It's produced some really powerful results in my life. And I, you don't necessarily have to follow the same routine that I follow, but you do need to follow a routine and you want to start your day every day the same way and that is from a position of power. So some of the tactics that I use to start my day and the three that I'll mention are the first thing I do is I visualize. So I sit there on the edge of my bed in the quiet early before anyone else wakes up and I imagine my day. I see, you know, I know certain things that I have to do to that day and appointments and a workout and, and everything else. And I'll see myself going through my day as vividly as possible. How I want, my, you know, how hard I want to work out, how I want to show up in that meeting, uh, the energy that I want to have throughout the day, all the way through until I go to bed. I might even imagine a, a scenario where I get an unexpected email or a surprise and I'll have a smile on my face because I'll see something good happening to me. And then I'll, I'll visualize my life in let's say three or five years from now and I'll get into a, a scenario in my mind where I see it as vividly as possible. Like maybe I'm getting onto a plane or I'm on vacation with my wife or, or whatever it is, I'm speaking in front of a group of people. I'll imagine a scenario as vividly as possible, almost to the point where I can even smell the smells. And again, I'll be sitting there with my eyes closed and I'll have a big smile on my face. And what that does for me is it fuels me. It gets me excited about all the work that I'm gonna have to do that, to, that day to get to that place. But again, it also puts the law of attraction at work for me because now I know what I want and I know where I'm going and I'll start to see opportunities to get there. And your mind is more powerful than you can imagine. If you continue to remind it where you want to go, it will start to figure out ways for you to get there. So visualization is a very, uh, one of my favorite practices that I follow every morning. The second thing I do is I journal. So I don't do this every day, but I do try to do it at least a couple times a week. And I'll write down, I'll just start to write down, you know, ideas and Sometimes I'll just talk about even where I'm at emotionally, but what journaling does for me is it helps me start to untangle some of those ideas in my mind once I start to write them out. So journaling is another powerful practice. And the last thing that I'll mention that I do is I ideate, where I sit down with my journal and I'll write down a goal at the top of the page, and then I'll just write down as many ideas as possible under that. So Earl Nightingale made a talk years ago about this, and he said, try to come up with five ideas every day. If you do this five days a week, by the end of the week, you have 25 ideas. Some of them are gonna be really stupid ideas, but some of them are gonna be huge winners. So you wanna just kinda, you just wanna imagine, you just wanna write things down, and don't even write the silly things down, just, just write. I actually did it this morning and came up with some, some really valuable ideas. Tony Robbins also mentions this practice where you just kinda sit there and you're just trying to kind of dream and you just think and you just doodle almost and you just come up with all these things. So that's another valuable thing you can do to start to develop a vision for your life. Number three, talk about it all the time. So as you start to figure out what your vision might be, you want to talk about it a lot. Start telling people why this thing needs to be. And what that's going to do is going to start attracting people and resources for you to make that vision come to pass. So more than likely, you're not gonna have all the gifts, all the talents, all the resources to pull this thing off by yourself. If you do have all the gifts and talents and resources to pull it off by yourself, it's probably a good indication that your vision isn't big enough. But as you start to talk about it, you will start to attract uh, people and potentially money or opportunities for you to do this thing. So start to express that passion to people, that why this thing needs to exist, 
and you can do this in person when you talk to people at networking meetings or whatever, but I would suggest uh, you know, engaging the power of social media and start a weekly podcast or a, or a vlog or even a blog or whatever, but start to share your message with other people so now you can attract more help in pulling it off. Number four, goal set. So one thing that I do is I plan out my days the night before, I plan out my weeks on Sunday, and I plan out my months on the last Sunday of the month. I actually plan out my years in January and I, I start attaching goals to the things that I want to do. I start putting dates onto the things that I want to accomplish because they say a goal without a date is just a wish. So you want to give yourself some kind of timetable for accomplishing these. And if you want more, you better start doing the best with what you have right now or it, it, the universe just doesn't work that way. So start putting goals in place for the things that you want to accomplish. And your vision, as you start to get these things done, the vision will become bigger and it will become clearer as you move toward it. If you don't move toward it, you'll never get clearer on it. It will never become bigger. It's almost like uh, something that you see on the horizon. Imagine if you were a ship and you saw a little speck on the horizon and you sail toward it. As you sail toward it, it becomes bigger and then it becomes clear and you're like, holy crap, and you start seeing all the details, but you'll never see it that clearly and, and how big it is until you move toward it. So start putting goals in place and start accomplishing them one by one and then you'll see the vision grow and you'll see it become clear. Number five, up your friend game. I love the saying that you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with because I think it's absolutely true. So if you start hanging out with people that are chasing dreams, pursuing their vision, it becomes contagious and it will inspire you to then jump and start chasing your own dreams. You can do this probably in a variety of ways. I'm sure there's lots of uh, networking groups out there where you can be surrounded by people that are, are going after business ventures or whatever. But one really easy way to do this is start volunteering. Automatically when you volunteer, you surround yourself with a better class of people. These are people that are not just looking out for themselves. So as you start to surround yourself with these people, start adding value to their life and they'll start adding value to your life. And having a group of friends like that will become very beneficial and useful to you as you start chasing your dreams because now there will be people around you willing to help you make your vision come to pass. Number six, read great books. So you should be reading regularly, if not daily. And I don't mean fiction books either. I'm talking about like personal development books or biographies or autobiographies of people of notable achievement because they will inspire you and give you ideas and you'll see that it can be done. It will raise your belief level and it will just make it seem possible in your mind for you. Everybody loves the story of Roger Bannister about the four minute mile. Nobody had ever ran a four minute mile. Uh, in history up until this one guy and then right after he ran it I think like five more people ran it in the same year because he broke that mental uh, block that people had that it couldn't be done so as you start to read books about people that have accomplished incredible things you'll start to believe that your vision could come to pass and maybe it'll your vision will even grow and get bigger because you you know people have done even greater things than maybe you are believing for so start to read great books uh, the personal development books will give you the tactics and the, the biographies and the autobiographies will give you the inspiration okay those are my first six reasons and they are very practical the next four reasons are going to be for all the believers out there and again if you're not a believer i would suggest you continue watching because these will work for you just the same number seven spend regular time with god so one of my practices on my morning routine is I sit and I spend uh, a quiet time with God where I'll talk to him about things that are important to me 
and I'll sit there and I'll listen and I'll reflect and very often, almost daily, I'll get some really good ideas uh, and I'll have my phone sitting next to me and I'll put ideas into my phone and things that I could do or, and I believe that that's when God speaks to me in the silence. Um, when I'm expressing the things that are important to me, to him and asking for answers or asking for help to accomplish these incredible, uh, these things that I'm believing for. So I would suggest that you start spending a regular time with God. This is probably the most important thing that you'll do because even as you have all these ideas, even if you get a great vision statement from a life coach and you know, you visualize this amazing life for yourself, ultimately you really want to run everything through him because if it's not something that he wants for you, then you probably aren't going to be that fulfilled, even if you're able to attain it. So I would definitely suggest spending a regular time with God daily. Number eight, get all the sin out of your life. Now, this is a, a subject that I don't think is talked about enough when it comes to discovering a vision or a purpose for your life. But I think there's plenty of verses that support this belief. I specifically refer to Romans 12, 2, where it talks about uh, not being conformed to the pattern of the world. It says, and then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I associate God's will with a vision for your life and your purpose because he is the, the one that created you you are here for a specific reason and until you are living in his will you're never gonna have that deep fulfillment because you won't be living out your purpose so in order to know his will according to the word is you have to get the sin out of your life and and that I believe is one of the biggest reasons why people don't discover their purpose because they're not willing to let that thing go whatever that thing is Imagine that you know God's trying to take you to this better place, but you're hanging on to this thing, and He's He's wanting to take you to this promised land, but you won't let go of that thing because you're not sure that it's going to be better out there without it. But if you're really serious and you're really committed to figuring out what you're here for and discovering a vision for your life, be willing to put all that sin on the altar, and I believe that's when you'll start to get ultimate clarity. In fact, when I started to discover my the vision for my life, I really didn't know much else besides not to sin. That was about all I really knew is like, okay, I believe that if I didn't sin that he would tell me. And, and sure enough, he began to do that as I started to give up those things. Number nine, look for signs. My favorite book of all time is The Alchemist. And one of the things they talked about in there is looking for the omens. And by that, I mean, you have to look for signs because God leaves breadcrumbs on the trail. He will lead you into your purpose if you're looking for the, the signs. So one thing that I like to do is if I'm sensing something might be right for me, it might be part of God's vision for my life, I'll take a step in that direction and I'll see if God meets me. Now, sometimes he will. Sometimes he'll show up and he'll meet me and then I'll know it's him and things will start to fall in place. Sometimes he won't meet me. It'll just, I'll realize it was just one of my dumb ideas. But I like to take a step and then see if God sends me any signs to confirm that this is actually what he wants for me. Now, just because there's signs and there's omens doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to be easy. I've been in the, the will of God, pursuing my vision, and it's been extremely difficult, but I knew that that's where I was supposed to be. So, just because you're you're seeing signs and you're you're seeing omens doesn't necessarily it's going to be easy but you will know in your gut that you'll get that deep sense of peace in your stomach not your head not your heart even not what you think not what you 
you, you know, your, your emotions, but what you feel, that peace in your gut instinct, you'll get that deep sense of peace that this is what you're supposed to be doing or this is where you're supposed to be. Number 10, fasting. And I saved this one for last because this is a tactic that I like to pull out when I'm extremely desperate for an answer because I don't like to uh, give up pretty much anything that I like, but specifically food is usually my go-to when I fast. And if I'm really desperate to get an answer from God, I will not eat from sundown to sundown, uh, 24 hours. And every time I get a hunger pain, I'll use that as a reminder to pray. And what I believe that does for me is it shows God that um, I'm really serious about having him move or giving me an answer in this area of my life. And then it also gives me a deep sense of uh, peace of mind. Because at that point, I know that not only am I doing everything in my power, working as hard as I possibly can to know what my vision is and, and make it a reality, but now I'm, I'm not only praying and asking God, I'm actually fasting. And it gives me peace of mind to know that I'm doing everything in my power to make sure that I discover what my vision is for my life. So those are my 10 reasons for how to develop a vision for your life, even if you have no idea. Hopefully after watching it, you are inspired to jump. And I would just encourage you to start today. Don't worry about how it's all gonna work out. God's never gonna give you the answers A to Z. That would overwhelm you. Just do the next thing that you know to do. Take that next step. And then once you take that step, he'll show you the next step. And I would say, continue to be persistent. It's not gonna happen overnight. Be willing to go through all the hard things and just be crystal clear about where you're going and remind yourself of it all the time. So if you like this video, hit the like or thumbs up button, leave me a comment down below, let me know which tip impacted you the most, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I post new videos every week. Thank you.